This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan. Hello and welcome again to another edition of the Husker Online show as we are getting you through this month of January and one more college football game left as Ohio State will play Alabama, we think on Monday, obviously some COVID things pending, but as of Wednesday, uh, the plan still remains uh, to play that game on Monday. Meanwhile, here at Nebraska, um, you know, some of the big questions remain around senior decisions at this point, and the Huskers got a couple of pretty big ones here this week as far as senior guys coming back and then one a junior, but JoJo Dolman, Nebraska's outside linebacker announced on Saturday that he will be coming back for another year. This will be his sixth season at NU, and he played actually. This will be he played in all six years when you count next year, as he played in a couple of games as a true freshman in 2016 uh, before going down with an injury. So JoJo Doman is coming back uh, for another season at NU. Um, and, you know, this is a big piece to the defense. When you, when you look at Doman and his value, he helped the defense so much this past year with his ability to flex out as a nickel corner, but he can still play inside linebacker. He's got those cover skills from his former safety days, and they translated over very nicely inside the box as a linebacker, and I thought they were really highlighted in Nebraska's win at Purdue, just the way he contained a guy like Rondell Moore. He never let Rondell Moore take over that game, despite the fact Purdue continued to go at Rondell um, over 10 times in that game in, in the air. And this is a big moment. I, I think when you look at the defense in general, I think you're going to see a domino effect uh, with a number of these guys potentially coming back. We're still waiting on Ben Stilley and Will Honus. I think the thought now, though, is they're both going to return as well on the defensive line and linebacker. We know DiCaprio Boodle has already announced his intentions to go to the NFL. And then at safety, Markel Dismuke and Deontay Williams have not announced yet, but I think it actually looks promising for sure on one of the two, and I wouldn't be surprised if both come back. And you, you just look at what that's going to do to change this defense and then the expectations to get – you know, four or five key starters back with what you already have and the way they played late in the year. I think that's going to take this group a long way. And, you know, there I, I can't imagine there's going to be as many teams that will benefit with this extra year for seniors as much as Nebraska. Uh, because typically, you know, a senior guy is going to go on to the NFL, but Nebraska seniors find themselves kind of in this strange spot where they're they're good, but they're maybe not a slam dunk draft pick, and and that's I think bringing these guys back to school. And then speaking of staying in school, Cam Taylor Britt, a third year corner who was Nebraska's highest decorated player, announced he is coming back for his fourth season at NU. He was second team All Big Ten as a corner. By the end of the season, he was playing as well as any corner in the conference. And this is big because you lose Boodle, you want to have one guy back. And 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 let's just say you have Taylor Britt, you have Doman in that nickel role, 
Let's say you get Dismuke and Williams back at safety. Then all you really have to worry about is maybe one more defensive back, and that could be Braxton Clark. That could be Quentin Newsom. They have the ability uh, to, to really work a lot of guys in for that other defensive back spot at corner versus having two brand new corners. And when you're starting to look at that schedule and the teams Nebraska plays next year, particularly early on at Oklahoma, you better have some good defensive backs on the field when you're going against the Sooners. So this is going to go uh, a long way with Cam Taylor Britt's decision to return. Then on the transfer portal p- uh, front, one entry this week as of Wednesday, offensive lineman Matthew Anderson, redshirt freshman out of Louisiana, came in at 250 pounds. The thought was, hey, let's put weight on this kid. He'll get up to 290-300 in a hurry. Well, he's still only listed at 255, and I'm told he's probably well below that right now. Um, so this one, on the surface, you maybe are like, wow, this kid's moving on already, but he just wasn't in the mix. And then when you look at Nebraska's depth chart, they have 11 different freshman offensive linemen on there when you count a guy like Anderson. So you, you knew that some of these – Freshman and redshirt freshman offensive linemen, a few of them are going to have to move on. Nebraska took a few developmental chances on a guy like him being one. It didn't work out, and that's what the transfer portal and the one-time transfer rule will do. I'll be curious to where he lands because this is a guy that does not have a 300-pound body, so I don't know what level of college football he'll be able to land at because there just is not really a market for 6'6", 6'7", 250-pound, 245-pound offensive tackle. So you wish Matthew Anderson the best. He's a great kid, uh, had been through a lot with losing his mother um, and and so many things, Uh, but you know, he, he's moving on, and, and we'll see where he ends up. That's the third transfer portal entry since the season has ended, joining Bo Wilson on the O-line, um, and then the other being last week we talked about, Keem Green. As for on the coaching front with the assistant coaches, everything still remains quiet there for Nebraska. No changes have been made. Now the question is, will they? And I think if you were a betting man, I think you have to expect probably one coaching change that will be made somewhere down the line. How that happens, I don't know. Maybe a guy just leaves on his own. Uh, But the reality is you're just going to probably see at least one coaching change a year on almost every coaching staff. That's just how the game is played, but nothing new on that front this week. We did get a volleyball schedule this week, though, from the Big Ten Conference. And, you know, Nebraska – you know, we'll play a league-only schedule. Still no baseball schedule, though. That that one's somewhat surprising. I talked to a few guys tied to the baseball program, and I think the hope right now with the baseball schedule is the other leagues will put out their schedules first with some non-conference games in there, and then that will maybe leave things open for the Big Ten to schedule some non-conference games as well because the early thoughts right now is the Big Ten could potentially play league-only four-game weekend series, which that doesn't really excite very many folks right now. I think some of those non-conference games against teams like Creighton and Kansas State and Wichita State, you know, those those are a big piece to the schedule. And then, you know, you're, you're not going to see those early weekend series where Nebraska goes to Arizona or Texas or somewhere like that more than likely to play somebody. That's just the reality. So we'll probably see a league-only schedule. I think the question is, Will there be room for maybe six midweek games in there, whether that's Creighton and UNO or K-State or Wichita State? I think that's that's the uh, real hope for Will Bolt and his guys that 
the schedule will have some wiggle room in order uh, to play some non-conference games along with the league slate uh, going forward. Well, we got a full show here on tap. We're going to hear from Robin Washett. Nebraska basketball had their game canceled this week or postponed due to COVID-19. Uh, they will not play again until Sunday, so we'll hear from Robin Washett on that. We'll catch up with Nate Klaus on recruiting as we're in the dead period. And then in our next two segments, I'm going to bring in my longtime friend and colleague, Tom Deanhart, formerly of the Big Ten Network, Sporting News, now with Golden Black uh, and, and covers Purdue exclusively. But we hit on a number of different topics about the league as we'll catch up with Tom Deanhart for two segments here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show. 